mic is your is your thing counting? It's counting. Yeah, I might be. A second <laughs> or, I might be a second or two late. Oh man, we'll try it's we'll try this again. So, Derek, are you recording? I'm recording. Derek, do you have cell phone reception? <laughs> uh, currently, yes. I'm I'm going we, to we, <laughs> I'm going a different way today. Um, so yeah, we, we tried to record one on Friday, I think, and Derek. Uh, Derek was like, oh, I've had cell phone reception all day. And then we got about two minutes in, and then the calls dropped 48 times. I mean, I drove <laughs> 10 hours, like, with full internet bars, you know, everything. And then as soon as our podcast starts, it's not five more minutes. And, like, it's not just bad service where it's cutting in and out. Like, our phone, our calls would drop, and my phone would literally say no service. Yeah, no service. It would be like 10 minutes before we could talk again. And then it, after like three tries, it was like, oh, I'm going to go home. <laughs> I'm, I'm done trying to podcast. So, um, so you boys, uh, you guys, uh, Mike Taylor, Derek Yarbrough, you guys were both at racetracks today. or t- Well, yesterday and today. Yep. Um, Mike, were you, were you at the track on Friday too? Yeah. Uh, actually went there Thursday, dropped the trailer off, and then Friday and Saturday – and then I didn't do anything today. I was tired, so I came home. Yeah, you were at the uh, the American Road Race of Champions at uh, Road Atlanta. And, oh, that's uh, what that stands today? for? Yes. Yeah, the ARC, yes. A-R-R-C. Was today just enduro stuff or what? Yeah, uh, the event's kind of evolved over the last few years. So on Sunday, it's kind of turned into a bunch of specialty races. So they, they had a bunch of open-wheel, like, feature-type races. So they had... I guess a lot of like Formula Fords, or I, I'm not really up on the open wheel stuff, but uh, so they had, so they had yeah. a couple of those races. Then they had a hour and a half enduro, and I think they do a you know kind of a, a track day type of thing too. Maybe some HPDE. I'm not sure what all they all like today. PDX stuff or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last CCA calls it. Yeah, I mean, last year I did the uh, I did the enduro, and that was when. Uh, Tom O'Gorman brought his TCA car down, so it was uh, uh, Tom and his TCA car, and I was in Squirrel, and we had a lot of fun last year doing doing the enduro until yep. my alternator died, and uh, that was the end of that fun. <laughs> but anyway, well, but you uh, you seem to have had a uh, successful uh, arc. Uh, you went. Did you break the old track record too? I know Danny Stein reset it. And yeah, you were like under his record, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually had a really good, uh, a really good race. I was, uh, it, it, you know, it's like everything finally came together after like, you know, I felt like I've been making excuses, <laughs> like for three years now. But uh, yeah, yeah. Finally, cars finally, kind of, uh, finally good, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was really good, and uh, I was kind of surprised because I think the fastest I'd run there was a minute thirty-eight five or something maybe something like that right and uh you know had a good race and i got out and they're like you ran like a 36 something nine and i'm like that's yeah 36 is so fast i'm like get out of town <laughs> yeah i mean that was a gltc poll so yeah. it was a 36 a poll yeah. or 38 to pull uh 36 was a poll Aaron, yeah, I think Aaron, did a yeah, I think Aaron ran a th- uh, he ran a low 36 though it was faster than he ran like a 36 two or three or something i think yeah so but yeah uh, in stl trim though uh 36 is is really i mean your car is a full stl car right now yep that is like really fast man that is rowdy fast yeah and it's and uh, it's about 60 or 70 pounds overweight still so um yeah you gotta you gotta slim that bad boy down you got yeah. you got all them extra fuel pumps and <laughs> <laughs> yeah but Do you only have one fuel pump now? I remember when you first built your car, you had three fuel pumps. I have three fuel pumps. Still do. <laughs> so many fuel pumps. Well, you got the primary, then you got the backup, right. um, which I have used before. It's, it's just on a switch, so if it kind of stumbles but you think you have gas, you just put the other fuel pump on, and there you go. Yep. And then I have a reserve, and... Uh, so I've got a 22-gallon cell, and the re- so the way I plumbed it is the return line goes into the cell. And there's actually a quart uh, uh, jug or you know canister in there, and uh, and from the bottom there's another fuel pump you know, that can suck from there, 
and so the fuel goes in the top with an overflow that dumps down to the uh, dumps down to the pickup. So basically, what it means is you can just run the car until it. Really, I built it for enduro, so the idea is yeah, you didn't need a fuel gauge. You just run it until it stumbles, and then you just turn on the reserve switch and come in that lap. And then there you yeah, go. I remember, that's the same setup you had in the in the copper car, right? In Coral yep. One. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of moved it over. So um, yeah, I, th- I remember having to hit it uh, at VIR. I was in there for like two hours, I think, and yep. I don't think we had topped it all the way off or something. And I remember it stumbled going in at like the top of the straightaway. Yeah. And it, it very well could have been like a dying distributor with my <laughs> with me that time. Could have been anything. Uh, yeah, I remember having to say, where was that reserve? And, like, punch that button. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, the car's fast, man. That's that is really freaking fast. And you're chasing, like, the two-time uh, reigning national champion, too. And you yeah, were, yeah. We, uh, you had a real race with him, so. Yeah, it was, um, you know, I, I kind of knew my only chance was to get in front of him at the start, so which meant I had to qualify, like, P2. So I managed to right. just get into P2. But what happened on, on Friday um, for qualifying, it was like, you know, 30, 33 degrees or something. We were the fir- first group out at 8 a.m. And the sun oh, was just coming up. And I've been in that group before on that same day. And when you're coming down turn 12 and looking at the flag stand, the sun is just coming up over the trees. So you can't see the starter flag. And going into turn one, you can't see anything. And... Yep. Uh, but anyway, so uh, you know, rolled out there for the first uh, um, first lap of qualifying, and it was only running on three cylinders. So I'm like, oh, maybe it'll clear up if I just get on it, and it didn't. So I came right back in, pulled into the paddock spot, and uh, my lovely wife Tina was there, and I got out and uh, said, uh, you know, where's some water? And uh, she kind of looked at me like I had two heads. She got a little, <laughs> a little uh, a bottle of uh, of uh, water from the from the trailer, and uh, so I stuck my finger in it and got got and just flicked water on each of the header tubes, mm-hmm. and uh, and cylinder one was cold, so right. went in the trailer, grabbed a, grabbed a, a, a coil, threw it on there, you know, got strapped back in, and I it was a twenty minute session. I I think I still got in like five or six laps. <laughs> Nice, so. nice, and you, and it was running on four cylinders again. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. That it was, was pretty impressive fix. <laughs> yeah, well, I was coming in. I was thinking, I don't have a heat gun. How am I going to figure out? Because I figured, you know, usually, if, I mean, you could tell it was probably ignition. And uh, yeah, so I was trying to figure out, like, how would I? I don't have a heat gun. Like, I don't want to put my hand on it. Like, how am I going to figure out which one's like not running on? So, yeah, yeah, um, that's pretty smart. And, yeah. and you've got coil on plug now. With uh, you're running the Mega Squirt three. Yep. Uh, so you're not running a, a distributor, but uh, yeah, good good fix, man. That's a real easy one to you know you. It's like a 10 mil bolt, and you lift it out and unplug it and drop it back in. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's impressive, dude. Yeah, it's it's so easy on that engine as opposed to the uh, the uh, Hyundai. Uh, what was it? Uh, I I just did eight coil packs on the Hyundai V8 today. In um, what? It was in a Hyundai Genesis uh, sedan um, R-Spec car. Okay. Why? Um, Who has that? <laughs> that belongs to Tina's daughter. Oh, okay. Long story. <laughs> she's, got a little, but, uh, she's got a cool daily. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> so she lives in Greenville now. So, uh, you know, of course, I'm getting ready for the ARC. And y- y- you know me, right? I'm always ready ahead of time, right? No, uh, well, yeah, uh. no, never. <laughs> so, yeah, and by that so. he means he's finishing car the night before, and Mike finishing yep. a car means like he's putting a new motor in. Yeah, like the and like the rear suspension is uh, it's at somebody else's house, uh, yeah. and he's got to fab that exhaust. <laughs> I will give him credit though; he always makes it. He does. Oh uh, yeah, and he's got to put what? a new windshield in after like Q one uh, qualify <laughs> session or whatever. So anyway, I, I uh, so we got a call that the car was mi- you know you know it wasn't what wasn't running right. So you know, I did the old take it to the you know t- take it to the auto parts store, have them you know test it for you and tell you what's wrong. And it was like it was 
misfiring on two of the eight cylinders. So I'm like, oh, probably the damn coil packs again. So, yeah. Um, and she's like, can I drive it down? And I'm like, ah, it's only running on six. And, uh, you know, and uh, tell, tell, tell me, is it a valid concern that if you drive a long way with a dead coil pack that you're going to just wash the cylinders down with gas? Is that a is that a valid concern? And, and you know. Um, to me, probably not because all that air moves. I mean, it's going to just blow unburned fuel out the exhaust. But you can unplug an injector, too, if you know which ones it is. But uh, Well, so what she, so she was going to drive from Greenville down to Atlanta. And I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. So instead, I threw the open trailer on Wednesday after work and drove up to Greenville, put that big old pig on the trailer and hauled it down here. <laughs> you like the and, best stepdad ever. Uh, yeah, and it was just pouring cats and dogs. And uh, I would have, I would have told her to find a mechanic, but yeah. Well, but yeah, that's expensive least. though. I mean, by the time you 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 pay mechanic prices for uh, for the coils, and I figure if two of them are gone, the others probably aren't far behind. No, so, no. Um, and Derek uh, would have so, found a dude with a pickup truck to do it in the parking lot. Probably. So, yeah, yeah anyway. that's how my truck got fixed. I also would would have <laughs> drove the car for sure. I mean, I th- probably delivered pizza and Integra on three cylinders for 20,000 miles. Like, they just, <laughs> they just keep <laughs> going. Cool. It's no big deal, right? Yeah. What's cylinder pressure? Uh, just, yeah. It just means the engine light's on. It's okay. It's a little slower. It's fine. Cruise still it's works, fine. though. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, uh, I think I... Uh, I probably told the story of when I raced that that three-cylinder snowmobile-powered Miata uh, when it, the first time it was up at. Oh the yeah, ridge. and like the the, the it, it like broke a piston or something or a yeah, rod, but yeah. like it's separate crankcases. Yeah, it was up in. Uh, we were running at the ridge outside of yeah. Seattle. That that new it was it was really new track at the time, and uh, and you know. I never met the guys that had the car. I was just over the internet, come out, come out and drive, and the I got snowmobile in for the first, powered Miata. Yeah. yeah, pull start. What's it? What's it called? Balto. Balto. Yeah. <laughs> Why and, was it uh, called Balto? Do you know? Well, because well, because um, the guy that was it was his brainchild was from uh, originally he grew up in Alaska, and Balto okay. was the the sled dog, I guess. Oh, okay. You know that movie? Sled dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I forget what movie it was. Um, that Cuba Gooding Jr. in it, maybe? I can't remember. Anyway, uh, so uh, first stint, and I'm out there, um, you know, probably, I don't know, 20 minutes into the stint, and all of a sudden the car just a big, like, bang, and you could feel it in the <laughs> in the floorboards, you know, and yeah. it stopped, and I, I got pulled into the to the pits. And, uh, and 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 the drive belt was was shredded on the thing on the on the CVT, so you know they they, they threw that on and kind of looked around didn't really see much and and uh, started it you know pull started it back up and went huh guess guess it's okay head on out and so I went out and they had um, uh, uh, EGT gauges on all three of the pipes and that's um, smart yeah so I went out and I'm like. Man, number two is like, like, cold. So, came, you know, didn't didn't have a lot to get up and go. So came back in and, you know, they pull the plug and, you know, and you know, turn it over by pulling on the pull start and and the piston didn't move. And they kind of thought about it and said, pulled the plug, you know, pulled the I guess the fuel line off the carb because that individual carbs and and uh, and we ran it for like 13 hours on. <laughs> Two cylinders. <laughs> That's so wild. Yeah. You said it's like a separate crankcase for each one, right? So yeah, the, it didn't uh, yeah. Like apparently those those snowmobile two strokes, and I, I don't know a lot about two strokes. I, Derek, you might know you, from mo- your motorcycle time, right? Did, yeah, did you like yeah, breathe. I know, two strokes? yeah, like I know a little bit about two strokes. Uh, we all like all the motocross guys run four strokes now, but um, you can still buy them. Sometimes people still buy them for fun. You know, they run for fun. I know there's like uh, it like breathes through the crankcase somehow, but I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah know so, 
uh, I guess the way like at least the snowmobile engines are made, they actually it's like it's a multi-piece crank I think in it. So like the crank kind of fits together somehow. I I don't really I can't remember right. all the details. And then and then each of each of the the um, cylinders basically has a sealed crankcase. So yeah. so so I guess it it broke a rod and and put a hole in the crankcase, but it was only the middle crankcase, right? So basically you just still ran it as two cylinders even though there was a hole in the block. Oh, that's crazy. How fast and was it? How fast was it with only two? Um it was a, it was a solid mid-pack car with two oh, cylinders. Cool. You you um, drove that car a few times, right? Uh I think 3 4 times. Yeah, I I think once there and maybe two or three times at Sonoma. Yeah. Uh, but uh yeah, this is uh, a ton of fun. I, I think we've talked about it before, but uh, yeah, I want to I want to drive that car someday, but I probably don't actually want to drive that car someday. <laughs> it sounds yeah. really cool on paper. Like, uh, I would love to do it. I just don't have any time. But, um, speaking of time, Derek has all the time in the world because he's driving all the way back to Austin from the Midwest for like the twelfth time this year. Yep. Um, how was uh, how was NCM? Did uh, I, Brad Adams today said it was probably his favorite track, which like blew my mind because Brad still raves about VIR. But. So I definitely think it's one of my favorite tracks. Uh, definitely my favorite track with no history. It kind of reminds me of like Mid Ohio if you like put a chain on each end and stretched the whole track out and then added a couple more corners. Like it has kind of cool. a, a Mid Ohio vibe to it to me. Just way more corners. It's like. It's like two tracks put together. There's that many corners and complexes. How's the, how's the overall flow? It flows awesome. I mean, it's it's great. It's like super Mike, you, super Mike's technical. Mike, you a couple of uh, Mike. You run a couple of chump car events there, or what did you run? Uh, just one. We ran uh, Peter St. Pierre's Supra. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's a Mark Mark II Supra, the the square ones. Yeah. You know the the kind of, you know, uh, which. I also thought it was a really cool car, and, and he's uh, putting a K series in it right now too. Yeah, uh, yeah, he actually got it running and on the road this weekend. Took it for a test drive, a K twenty four, in a Very second cool. gen Supra, with a uh, bell housing that some dude in New Zealand cast up specifically to do that, which is strange. That's pretty rad. What do you think? Yeah, what do you think yeah. of NCM, Mike? Whenever you ran the chump cars, uh, um, I thought it was it was pretty cool. Um, it's like you said it's so long there's so many corners and i'm trying to think, it's almost like like different sections have different personalities i think yeah the way i kind of think yeah of for sure i watched it was a hard track but i watched a lot of video because my buddies you know that warned me too you know they said it's going to be a hard track to learn so i watched a lot of video i like set up my simulator there's it's not on the simulators but I sat at it and just put a YouTube video on of some, you know, some fast guys driving that I knew were good drivers, and I just steered the okay. wheel, you know, to just kind of like set it in my brain. That's pretty smart. Yeah, and then I, I went out in Aaron's K swap, in a GLTC car first session, and I did a 222, which they thought was strong for the first time there ever, and then the next session I got it down to a 220, and I only did one more session. In a GLTC like speed car, which was I drove Rob's NB uh, Miata too, and I think I would have had like a 218, but uh, but I hit traffic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds pretty strong. I think we ran. Um, it was me and Peter St. Pierre and Tom O'Gorman that we did uh, a jump race there, and I think the fastest we ran there was a 229. I think. That was on street yeah. tires. And it's like, it's so cool. long that every, so like, if you think street tires are a couple seconds slower than Hoosiers, they're four seconds slower at this track, you know, because it's like two tracks put together. So yeah. everything's yeah, magnified. Yeah. Um, but they, So what was, what was your favorite uh, section or corner or part of the track? So my favorite corner, specific corner was turn five. It's like that fast right-hander. Um, so like, is that is that the fast right hander before the not quite as fast right hander before the slower right hander? Um, kind of. It's 
it's like so say you're at the beginning of the track you break and you do the little s's like turn one a and b and then you go around and then there's a pretty slow right-hander that's like a, a u-turn it's like a double apex kind of yeah. and then there's a really fast section where you go up a hill and you you have a you have a really fast right-hander like it has brake markers but the the turn is like 100 mile an hour turn that's the turn i was talking about as a heavy brake zone yeah. after it with a, a sharp corner it, yeah that was one where um yeah, that th that is one of my favorites because at least in the Supra on, on streets, um, it was like, I think that's flat, but I couldn't get my foot to do it. And then, <laughs> you know, it, it, you know those turns where like, you know, your brain is telling you one thing, but your foot is telling you something else. Yeah, those are usually really fun turns. Like, uh, yeah, you, you're like, I I don't I can't do that, but you know you can like. <laughs> Yeah, I know yeah. that feeling very it's, well. It's definitely well, not flat in a GLDC car. I think they, like Aaron and Rob, I think we're in Emil, we're just doing a little lift. I, I was doing a brush on the brakes because I was driving my OPC pace, my other person's car pace. So right. saving, being careful with my buddy's cars. But I think I went through there the fastest. I mean, I saw like 105 mile an hour through there. I mean, it's a fast turn. Wow. Yeah, well, and, and the thing is, if you take it flat, it, you have that next kind of bend after that. And it's almost like you're still turning so if you're really really fast and like flat through there then the, the car is still turning a little bit but you got to slow down then you worry about like the back end coming around because i remember um oh yeah because so you're unsettling yeah, the car yeah 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 you're never at least i'm, I'm trying it was a couple of years since i've been there but it seemed like you're never really quite done turning when you turn for the next one yeah and it, it was that's true and so we were in uh uh, yeah, it was the second race, the Sunday race. I think it was a seven-hour race. And uh, it rained in the middle, and they actually stopped the race for a little bit. And and Tom went out after that and just slayed everybody in the rain, as you can guess, right? And then and then uh, I did the final stint, and um, we I kind of been, been following, like, the you know timing and scoring to see who was who was leading and i'm like you know i think we'll come out in front after you know, the last pit stop and so i came out and uh and we were leading and, and uh there were two red uh 300 zx's that looked almost the same and uh and one of them was in second place and uh, we kind of got our, our radio comms kind of messed up and and I thought he was like a minute behind and there was like you know half an hour 40 minutes to go so I'm like I don't have to go 10 tenths I just got to bring it home and then this red 300ZX goes by me and I thought well that must be the other guy mm -hmm. and then I looked at him after everyone by him like wait no that's <laughs> I think that was for the lead so I took off after him and you know nothing like chasing somebody down and that's when I finally took that corner flat. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, forced. To that'll do. happen. <laughs> yeah, happen. it was. Uh, I mean, that that was a fun race. It was like a seven-hour race, and we ended up losing by I think four seconds, which was Jeez, crazy. And, close. and 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 I guess we were just going back and forth like the last eight or ten laps, and like he would go purple, and then I would go purple, and then, then he would go purple, and we were just going bananas it was it was yeah. just one of those there's really, a lot really fun races a lot to learn at that track the right before um the end there's this section called the sinkhole and it's like you take a kind of like 180 degree carousel type corner to the right and then you dip down it seems like 75 feet and come back up and do a carousel to the left yeah it's not, it, i still remember so like i never it seemed like there was like a couple of ways to go through that and I, and I, I think I remember debating like the whole race like which way was faster uh, th it, yeah I, keeping it tight I think the fastest way just keeping it tight through there the whole way around on both both sides I'm and really then, excited then, to go and, there and, uh, you guys are getting and, and me then, all worked up <laughs> and then that, that S section after that it you know, I thought it was pretty fun, and then we got like to that last ten laps when we were chasing each other, 
And that's when it actually got really fun and challenging to really figure out how to get through that kind of tight S's section. It's a tough section. It's I would say that's probably the hardest part of the track to get perfect. Yeah, because it's it's almost like this autocross thing where, you know, where there's, you know, six or eight different maneuvers linked together. But you got to get the first one right if you're going to hit all of them. And that's kind of how And that the exit is. of the S's is onto the front straight, which is a long straight. So it's an important section for lap times. Yeah, the, so, yeah, 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 NCM is, it's... Uh, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. How many it's, turns it's actually cool. is it? It's like 25 20, turns? 23 or, or 24, know. something it's like that. so many. A bunch. It's There's so a bunch. Um, earlier this week, Mike had uh, texted me, and, and he said uh, that a good topic for a podcast would be, like, favorite tracks and, like, why. Um, I don't even know what my favorite track is right now. I'm not actually sure. It might be Mid-Ohio, but only because... That's the first one that comes to mind. I'm not positive, but uh, Derek, what's your favorite track right now? You drove like five new tracks this year. Road Atlanta is my favorite track. Yeah. Yeah, pretty easy, pretty easy Road Atlanta for me. Yeah, how's it? How's it compare to like your top three? Like, what would be the next two? So the next two would be Road. The next one would be Road America, and then mm -hmm. number three is kind of everything else. <laughs> just and, ever this all yeah. all those other tracks. And Ginger, what, what are Ginger, all the tracks? Gingerman's like number thirty, even though there's not. Oh man, there's not. It doesn't go that far down. <laughs> Gingerman's in my are, top five, man. I always have a good day at Gingerman. So it. so Derek, how many tracks have you driven? So I don't. I haven't counted. So I've driven MSR Houston, Dakota, Texas World Speedway, RIP Texas World Speedway, Mid Ohio. Gingerman, Blackhawk Farms, Road America, NCM, Road Atlanta. So like five new ones this year, I think. <laughs> so so what you're saying is that Gingerman is number thirty of the nine tracks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, when he said that, I was like, "Son of a bitch!" There's like twenty tracks in there he hasn't driven yet. <laughs> also, uh, Pikes Peak. Uh, Pikes Peak International Raceway I drove that too this year, only only okay. for three laps, yeah. but still better than Gingerman. I I haven't I haven't gone down the list of the tracks that I've driven in a while, but uh, Ro Ro I'm gonna do it quick. Road Atlanta is definitely my favorite though. I, I'm not yeah. great at the technical tracks. Like I don't find Road America to I mean Road Atlanta to be very technical. Uh, it's just really flowing and right. as as long as you. As long as you do 10A and 10B right, the rest of the track is pretty easy, honestly. It just takes the courage to go fast with the walls. You know, that's really it. Yeah, I think there's a lot of courage to be had in, like, uh, 1 and 5. And, yeah, you, you just got to do those I turns well. I don't think 1's that bad, really. really suck, yeah, I know, like, you know, for me at, at, at Road Atlanta, I mean, I've been there. I mean, I have a... Not a million laps, but you know what I'm saying. A lot of and, laps, um, yeah. But but even like so, you know, the race here where I mean I've been trying to, you know, run with Danny Stain in STL forever, and and you know finally you know this this weekend I was I was kind of there, which was cool. But still, like I'm trying to chase him down, and you know I'm thinking I got to hit all the marks. You know I I can't leave anything. Nope. Well. But but still, even even to really hit one consistently to me for me every lap at a hundred percent, I still can't do it. Like you know, there is still like probably you know, if it's a twenty lap race, probably two times that I missed it. You know, by not just a little. Like I went, I'm thinking like, what the hell am I doing? You know? Yeah, you're you're like um, a second off in turn one. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, you know. So, I mean, it's not technical, but it kind of is because if you really want to hustle a lap, I mean, you have to hit all your marks. Yeah. But I'm I not guess good maybe at that. A lot of I'm bad at like hitting that. all my marks. It, just, it, just, it kind of sucks. It now. doesn't punish you as much, though, as like a really technical track. I mean, especially like one, one isn't leading on to any long straight or anything either, you know? So you lose a couple mile hour in one, it doesn't kill the lap that bad as like the exit of a slow complex, you know? 
I, I mean that that whole section dropping down the hill, like the the S's into five, like it's leading into that, and that's like almost a straight. <laughs> well, no, because you break for three, so you break yeah. you break for yeah. three and lose all your speed, so that doesn't really matter. Yeah, three's fast too, though. So if you if you suck in one, you kind of suck in two and three too. But. Yeah, yeah, but but I think they ruined three when they put that the the new curves on the inside and took took the the pothole out. Remember Don't tell you, Gary. That was Gary's baby. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, I know it keeps the track nice and clean and everything, but I yeah. mean, to me that uh, it, that that was part of the character I, I, of the track. I don't. I, was it? Was that done last year? Because I drove it last year in Dan. Uh, I was like, uh, yeah, it was there last year. Okay, yeah. So I, it, I guess in Dan, it, I didn't notice, but um, yeah. But I, I, I don't think Road Atlanta is like in my. I like Road Atlanta, but like, I have too much. Uh, like, I, there's too many things. I've had too many hard days there, uh, like organizing events that I don't think it's in my top ten or top five. But it's it's a really good track. Um, I kind of yeah, think, mean, you know, now that I think about it, I think like AMP might be my favorite track, really. Like the best day I've had was like at Mike's wedding. Yeah. And AMP I, is I just awesome. I haven't awesome. driven that track yet. It's really, really fun. Uh -oh. <laughs> like it's just crazy well, fun. I mean, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that track, I mean, uh, number one, I like it because it's 25 minutes from my house. And uh, so, and and well you know and uh our lemons car our i guess our chump car won the first race there which is kind of cool but um yeah we were just there uh last week la right? a week ago yeah a week ago saturday for the for the the chump race in kevin boswell's mx3 and he, he put a big johnny wing on the back yeah and uh and uh it's man i i tell you it was an eight hour race and i did two two hour stints and uh that track there's no let up and it was like 45 minutes to go in the, the you know in the second stint and I, I was starting to kind of like my neck was hurting and my hands were cramping and like half an hour to go i'm looking at the clock going good god when is this race over I was, I, yeah that I was, would be a that'd miserable. be a really tough track to do two hours at yeah yeah I, like yeah. that it it's was, like a machine gun it just comes at you the entire time i felt that like, same way about ncm there's no time to rest you're always yeah, I believe that. turning. Yeah. Oh, well, compared compared to AMP, there's there's weeks to rest. Yeah. AMP yeah. is uh, AMP is like, how many turns is it? It it seems like it's about 15 turns. A lot of those are like linked. It's but about I think it's 15 or 16. Something yeah, like that. but it's like a it's like sub two miles, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. <laughs> it's I've, like if you if yeah. it's like if you doubled the amount of turns at Gingerman yeah. and didn't stretch it out. <laughs> I wanna I wanna go there. I've seen some good video, like some Lee Keen video, uh, some it's street really car stuff, place. and oh, it looks awesome. The cart track at that place is borderline the most fun thing I've ever driven to. Like the cart track has like a four story drop in it. It's like really rad, really really cool. Um, it, Adam, you know what's weird is I've never been on the car track. Oh, there. the car track is so good. Me and Brad <laughs> had a great time over there. But, uh, um, I'll have to go up there. But, yeah, I, I, AMP is it's it's a lot of fun, and I always enjoy it. Um, and it it actually, you know, the first time I went there, we just went there for a track day. And I thought, eh, really fun track day track, but it's probably not going to race well. Um, but it races really, really well, I think. Yeah, I, I, I could see, I could see that opinion. Like it's, it's almost too busy to be uh, like a good racetrack, but it is pretty wide. Like it's not super narrow, so. Yeah, and you put like forty cars on it. Yeah. And uh, like the last stint, I, I don't, I, I don't think anyone got by me that that second stint. Yeah. And and you know just passing a lot of cars, you know every lap is just, you know you're working the traffic and. You know, going through that long sweeper, like passing people, like on the inside, then the outside, and then back to the inside. <laughs> that's that's gotta be wild. That it's, sweeper takes forever. Oh. It's like half the track is that left-hander. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I don't know what else I would say is like my no. So if that's my number one, like maybe VIR. But it's been a few years since I drove VIR. I've driven VIR three separate weekends. Uh, I really really enjoyed it. Um, I I really like Mid Ohio. Like Mid Ohio is it's like the a really good mix for cars like our pace, like our cars pace, you know. 
Yeah, um, I think Mid Ohio would probably take the third spot for me right now, but only yeah. probably because I haven't driven VIR in uh, Watkins Glen yet. I feel like Watkins Glen is gonna be up in that top three too. That track looks so VIR awesome. has a it, really long straightaway though. That is a boring ass straightaway. But, uh, at least the straightaway yeah. has elevation change though. So. I would, uh, I would, I mean, just judging from what everyone says, I'd love to do most sports someday or yeah. whatever it's called. Now, now. That, that, the Canadian tire, that CTMP or whatever. Yeah, most sports yeah. scares me from watch video there. That turn, yeah, turn uh, one or turn two, that left hand downhill, real fast one. Woo. Tom and, uh, and Houghton have told me that, yeah, it's pretty hairy, but it's really fun. Like, it's the best track, but it's also pretty hairy. Yeah. Uh, it looks really, I mean, it looks like a really fun place to race, too. It seems like it's got a great spectator base, too, for pro races and everything. Um, yeah, yeah, I like, you know, I guess was my idea to talk about tracks, but it's, it's, I, I'm trying to think what my favorite is, and I really have no idea. It's just, there's so many that I like that are different. You know, I like, I like Road Atlanta, even though I've been there a lot, like, I, I just don't get bored with it. It's, yeah. uh, and I'm not sure why. Maybe I should, but I'm not. That picture, um, that straightaway is know, too long for me, but everything else is pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Sebring, I, it should be, uh, I don't know. I just like Sebring for some reason. I really don't know Sebring why. Sebring would be up, the, up there for uh, me, too, if I, I haven't are the bumps it yet, as bad it as, awesome. Yeah, are the bumps as bad as everybody says they are? Or, like, how bad, how um, rough is Sebring? I think it's... It's mainly, I think, turn 17, the last turn back onto the main straight. It's, they're really bad there. Yeah. Um, the rest of it isn't. I don't think it's too bad. Okay. Um, that's really the only place it's. I thought Daytona was. Almost uh, horrible. I was, like, intimidated to drive Daytona, and then I got on it, and it was, like, kind of boring. But, but also, like, it uh, that was probably, for me, like, the most special place that I've driven. Um like uh, in terms of like just because everything has happened there, uh, it seemed it seemed really yeah. cool to drive Daytona under the lights, you know. Um, yeah. But the trip. Well, the, uh, I remember the, the first time I went there for like it was like a chump race. Yeah. And I remember driving underneath the track, where all of like you know all the all the haulers and everyone drive in, mm -hmm. and and you come up on the other side and the banking is to your right. And you look all the way around in front of you, and it's seats and banking. It's so and big. Like you said that, yeah, the history. And I remember driving up in there and going, I can't believe we get to race here. Dude, this it is. is so, there's a giant awesome. lake in the middle. The whole place is so freaking big. Like, I couldn't believe how big yep. it was. And, and, and actually, Indy, when we went there for the runoffs, it was kind of the same way, right? You go underneath, and you come back up. And it's like its own little city in the middle, yeah. like its own world. And the same thing, I'm like, I can't believe, like, us mere mortals can, like, race here. Yeah, you, don't, you didn't even need uh, a semi to get in. Nope, <laughs> nope. Uh, I, so, yeah, but, that, yeah. That, that is a cool um, feeling, driving, like, under the racetrack to get into the racetrack. Yeah, uh, but I think... So, so I, you know, I like, I mean, I like Daytona too, even though that is, it can be kind of boring, but like, I love turn one going into it. I love the bus stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, bus stop is really good. It's really, really fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's way more fun than and, I thought. And, and, and what, what's fun in a race with like, like a chump race with a lot of cars or different speed is the drafting. Like, yeah. you know, we, we, we always ran there in the MX3s. And I remember, like, the first year or two, and there was one time where I, I, you know, came out at turn six, and I got behind, you know, drafted up behind somebody, and we were down low, and then this other car that was, you know, somewhat faster went by, uh, you know, next, you know, uh, out from us, I'm like, I'm going to pop in behind him, and pop in behind him, and the revs climb, and then another car went went by outside of him, I'm like, I'm going to follow that guy, and then mm -hmm. the revs climb even higher, you know, and before I know it, I'm like, holy fuck, how fast am I going? This is crazy. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, kind of leapfrogging drafts when you have that many cars out there, you know, when the when the situation is perfect and you can do that is just it like blew my mind. It was so cool. Yeah, it's a wild place. I, I totally sucked uh, at it because I was like so tired and so overheated and 
Uh, very uncomfortable with the car, but like I really, I, I really enjoyed it. I was, I was like mid pack of all of our drivers, but like I didn't feel very confident. Like there, it was like a bad day for me to be driving. I guess I don't. Uh, mentally, I was just wasn't there because I hadn't driven in a long time. But uh, once I got like ten laps in, it was that's a rad place. It's a really cool place. Yeah, you know, but talking about like tracks on the on the flip side like it's almost easier for me to talk about tracks that i really don't like um and there's not many but one of them that i thought was kind you know not really good it was in um, it was right before nola was built there's a, a there's a track just north of new orleans and i think i don't know what the official name was it might have been called like no problem raceway oh i've heard like of that drag place. strip yeah yeah it was like a drag strip and then, um, and then a road course that went off the drag strip and you know around and came back. And I thought that was kind of kind of Mickey Mouse. And we went there for like this lemons race that that was a night race because it was in the summer and it was so freaking hot and muggy there. So it was just a you know like a 10 p.m. to 10 a.m. race. Or something really? Like that. Was it? Was did they put any lights out or no? Not many, and I remember like 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 you'd be going down the drag strip. Well, I don't remember a lot because um, our car blew up after like 13 laps or 11 laps, so that's a whole nother story. But anyway, I you know going down the drag strip at night, and then and then all of a sudden there's just a cutout to the left, like before the drag strip ends, mm -hmm. like you know in the in the in the cement wall. And there's no light, so it was like this big black hole that you just turned off this lit drag strip into. That's pretty sketchy. It was, it had like no idea like where you were going because you couldn't really see anything. Yeah, I think it is called No Problem Raceway though. That uh, that rings yeah, a bell. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, that was probably my least favorite track, I think. I don't know what my least favorite one is. Probably, uh, I mean. I only drove it one day, but like Putnam didn't, uh, Putnam and Indy, like, like it, uh, it seemed fine, but it like didn't inspire like much memory. Like I don't remember it a lot. So maybe that's the one that didn't do much for me, but I was also in like an 86 horsepower lemons car trying to make sure it didn't overheat. Um, but I, I remember having like fun, but I don't remember the track. Like I can't visualize it. I probably did three sessions there and I can't, I don't remember anything about it. Um, I remember the wall being on your left-hand side after the last last turn being like kind of oddly disconcerting like something about like the this was like in 2011 or 12 and something something felt sketchy about that that was the only thing I really remember uh, I remember it seemed fun but like I don't I've, I can't picture it at all um, I think Autobahn North is probably my least favorite of all the tracks that I've driven. Like, it just seemed boring as Oh, hell. yeah. I drove that this year, too, yeah. Autobahn. <laughs> yeah. Autobahns are – Autobahn Full and Autobahn South are okay. Like, they're pretty fun, but, like, Autobahn North doesn't do much for me. And it's fine, but, like, it's the same. It's like, I, I can't – I can visualize most of it, but, like, I, I don't re ever remember, like, just having, like, the best time ever on North Course. Um so, 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 should we bother to ask Derek what his least favorite it's track is? Probably Gingerman. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely Gingerman. The I track that he's dr made two treks from Austin, Texas, for this year. Cause it's I come so bad. for the people, not the not that racetrack. Come for the. Come event. on, it's a pretty good dude. It's a good track to actually race at, though. Like, it's not a bad like actual racetrack. I think it's super fun to actually do wheel to wheel at there. Uh, yeah, I guess. Because you can go like okay, no, so because you can go balls to the wall and like oh sh oh oh shoot something bad happened. You can just drive into the grass well, <laughs> and you won't crash. I mean that's cool. So like all our tracks in Texas are like that, you know. So that that isn't not yeah. really a quality that that I even you know that differentiates it that much from different places. The, the I think that if if someone put real curbing in, like curbing that actually yeah. like lifted up and painted it with red and white stripes. So like you had reference points and somewhere to aim for apexes and stuff. I think that it oh, would yeah. be a lot more fun. Uh, I just get lost, like especially in seven, eight, nine. I'm just like I'm in this sea of asphalt. Where am I going? 
I've never felt lost there, but I've driven there for so many years. Yeah. So I don't. I, I don't remember. I don't remember feeling lost uh, ever. But I also uh, think the radiuses are weird. Like in one and two yeah. and ten, um, it's like it's like someone who didn't drive on track cut the course layout. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, it. I don't know. It's just. It's just awkward. But I am getting faster there every time I go. Um, I did do. Finally got a forty-one. Uh, mm-hmm. So there, last time. So I've it. been. T- so I've been talking to somebody uh, from Gingerman uh, who is lobbying the. Uh, he's lobbying the ownership to to make a a change, and he wanted my opinion on on his ideas, and I was like, no, 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 I don't like your ideas. Here's my idea, and so we're currently lobbying for a uh, an addition uh, to that track that I'm not going to talk about, but I think it would make the track... Uh, I think it would take all the stuff that I don't like about that track out of it uh, and make it uh, and make it pretty... I think it would be a really fun racetrack. Well, I thank, think it would be more fun in uh, track day stuff, too. Thanks for the tease. And yeah. whoever is in charge of that, please do that. I, it, I don't it, like straightaways, It needs though. some extra uh, spice. Think, it needs some... Ep- I think straight... So that's why some, you like that's why you like AMP so much because there really aren't. Yeah, any. I think straightaways are stupid. Like I, I like a long enough straightaway <laughs> to like check my gauges, but I don't want to be able to check my gauges like four times. Like it, need, uh, it needs so, like a hundred mile an hour corner, and it needs some S's, something like that. It needs some yes, fast stuff. It does, doesn't so it? So what, yes. what is your favorite? So. Instead of favorite racetrack, how about favorite section or corner of any racetrack? My uh, yeah, go ahead, Derek. I'm thinking. So my my favorite corner is is a track that doesn't exist anymore. Texas World Speedway had a, a really fast left hander. Um, it was kind of like turn one at Road Atlanta, but the opposite direction and a little bit right. faster. So you could do it at about like 103. Um, and it was it was like it was like turn one at road atlanta it how like you know how the car gets light like right at the apex and then it catches you mm-hmm. kind of well it was like that but the when it when it caught you the banking was even more aggressive like whenever you go up the hill it was a shorter hill that was more aggressive and so you you go in there and I only drove it like on uh, street tires, and so I was in my NC Miata on street tires when it was like stock power, and it's just yeah. like a baby lift, and you're at about 100 miles an hour, and you just feel the car start to slide and feel hairy, and then as yeah. soon as you, as soon as like you would make the correction, the track catches you and you just rocket up the hill. That's got to be pretty fun though when the car starts to float. <laughs> yeah, it was it was awesome. And that track was such an awesome track cuz it was a it was a roval but it was an old super speedway and the way the road course was like the banking had like the banking was only on the ends and there were flat sections. The straightaway went all the way back down to the ground. And so when yeah. they cut the road course, they they made the road course go out of the oval and then back in. Yeah. yeah. So I remember that. Yeah, so it was like most most in course, you know, infields and ovals, like you never get over 100 mile an hour. There's not enough room. But here, it was like a full on road course style, you know, length straightaways. It's great. Yeah, it went outside of the oval. Yeah, yeah. it was like 2.9 mile oval. That uh, that does sound fun. It uh, was. I got I got I got one that stands out, and it's in it's in AM it's at AMP where you like drop down, and then there's like the compression, and then the hard right hander back out. Um. What is what is that? Is that section have a name, Mike? Is that is that so? Is it the right hander where the, it's like a, almost this really heavy compression, and, and then you go up? Yeah, a hill? you go up the that, hill, that and that then one? you and the car gets light at the top of the hill on the left hander to start the big sweeper or whatever. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. I really like that. Guy. I really like compression, like when the car get when you're down at the bottom yeah. of something. You well, know? and 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 I tell you that that is where a lot of people don't. They, they. There's a lot of speed to be had there because, you know, talk about uh, a compression that catches the car. You you got to drive it in there like you're gonna crash yeah. it, yeah. like like you like you know there's no way you're gonna make that corner. That's exactly that. how that other corner I was talking about felt, and that's exactly how Turn One at Road Atlanta feels too, which is 
like my favorite corner on tracks that you can run now. Like that's my second favorite. Is that turn one at Road Atlanta because like you feel like you're about to, you feel like you're gonna go off into the grass and then then oh now the car has grip again at the apex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think my favorite section. It's not just one corner. I think I was gonna say the rising S's at VR yeah. I was gonna say that too. Just, yeah, that that looks pretty awesome. But it, but actually. It, yeah, I'm going to expand that to actually say from, I think it's called, um, leading into it, is it the the snake, I think, or whatever they yeah, call like it. Yeah, like right under uh, the bridge or but whatever. It, yeah. yeah, it's if you back it up to that, there's that kind of sharp left-hander. Yep, right after and NASCAR then, or whatever and then they you, call and, and, Yeah, and then you get on the gas, yeah. and and you, you should be flat from there all the way up to South Bend, almost. South yep. Bend, right? And and so the sooner you get on the gas there, the better, yeah, right? Because you're gonna and in, in, in a lot of cars like, um, like in in uh, my STL car, you know, you're flat all the way through the S's, and and up to South Bend. So, you know, there's a good technical challenge to like get the car lined up and get on the gas as soon as you yep. can, go flat through the S's, and then carry as much speed as you can through South Bend, right? Which you know, if you if you miss that and go wide, it's not pretty. No. And so, to me, that whole yeah, that whole section is challenging. It's yeehaw fun, it right? Is. I mean, because you, you know, you know, all of the the apex and the s's, you're there. You know, it's it's a rise, and the car's getting light. Yet somehow, like you can, I haven't figured out how cars can go so fast through there. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's a really cool but section, can. though. Yeah. I, I, I've never really liked the turn one and two setup there. Like I've never, I've never like felt good in turn one and two. But like man, that whole there's something so rewarding about when you get to South Bend uh, faster than you thought you could get there. Like that whole section, climbing under the bridge, everything. It's just so fun. Uh, I really like Hogpen though. Like dr- like you hit the braking zone at the top of the big straightaway, and then there's that whole dropping section there. That's really fun too. Uh, it's when you screw yeah, it up. It's, it's really not fun when you screw it up, though. <laughs> well, and 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 that's another one of those compression things that catches yeah. you too. Yeah. At the bottom of hog pen. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. I I, I wish there was something at Gingerman that I could say that I uh, I really like. I really do like the toilet bowl, the five six combo at Gingerman. Um, but it's yeah, it's not those things. <laughs> The climbing S's are pretty rad at uh, VIR. Um, I, there's a the turn one at Mid Ohio has uh, uh, has always like gotten me more than it should, and that's that's one that I I love doing it because I always feel like I'm gonna blow it, and I usually do. But like the couple of times that I've gotten it good, uh, it's because it's like uh, there's I've I've spun there a couple times and like almost gotten some accidents, so it's kind of in my head a little bit. Um, but. So, so, so maybe this is another another classification. Then, like, what is the most rewarding turn when you get it right? Now, maybe I don't know if it's any different than the other ones you guys talked. First about. time I went down turn but twelve like, you know, what? at Gin- at, uh, at Rhode Atlanta. The first time I went down it flat uh, during a race, um, and I didn't have any arrow on the car or anything. That was that uh, that March Majors event that I went to where you were there, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first time I did yep. it flat, like that was the most. Like, like that was that was hairy and super fun because I was on dead Hoosiers. I had no arrow and I was in a CRX. And uh, yeah, it was uh, I, I still remember like doing it full flat and just being so stoked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember that first time I did that, too, in the Lemons car. I think yeah. it was. Yeah, that was uh, that's a fun turn. Yeah, that turn that turn is fun in in my car with the wing, it's not real. It's not real exciting or anything. It's pretty easy flat in the with the Miata with the wing. But I remember. Yeah, I, it was. And you have decent Hoosiers too. That's part of it. Yes. And, and you were there. And you were there when it wasn't forty-five degrees. It, <laughs> it was, was like forty-five or fifty when I. It did was. It. it was scarier and slow and slow Dan to me than it was in my GLTC car flat. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Probably is. Like, baby, tip tiptoe yeah. tiptoeing well, through there, and Dan was scarier. You know. Yeah, they just um, cut out uh, like a center section there. I think I think maybe because there was a bump there and put some uh, new pavement yeah. down. 
and it, it doesn't it seemed like it didn't have the grip of everything around it and it's like right on line so like I like this weekend was the first time I went across and all of a sudden the car like starts loose and gets sliding and then you catch it again and it was like you know the first time that happened I was like yeah. and then uh, and then I got used to it right but you know it still isn't like fun going through 12 and then all of a sudden in the middle of it the car like loses no. grip and then gets it again you know yeah that track is that uh, would scare uh, me bottom of turn 12 is an unforgiving place just, there's no place to go yeah um, you know you know one of the places I think is fun to get right is like the bus stop at Daytona like when you really nail the bus stop you know like I kind of get a yeehaw out of that right because it's there's a lot of timing and and you can carry so much speed through and out of there if you yeah. do it right and it makes a huge it, difference it felt like i could almost um, do it flat like it, you're you're <laughs> like you, you can do it so much faster than you think that you're like i, I really barely need to break here <laughs> but, uh, but it helps if you drive through all the grass but uh yeah man i thought it was so fun it was it was so fun the bus stop is rad i could do that turn all day long yep yeah to me daytona you just have you somehow have turn one and the bus yeah stop. if you could just do those two like, it's perfect track yeah yeah and then like eliminate all <laughs> the other stuff I've, I've never driven there so can't really speak to it it's 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 the only track that I went to uh, that I had like spent a bunch of time on at iRacing, and like I went there and I wasn't lost. Like it, it's 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 it amazing how that works, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, no. it's so it's so good. I mean, I would say that even watching the video and steering the wheel for NCM, I mean, yeah. it helped. I mean, whenever whenever I told those guys, like whenever I, ooh, I just hit a raccoon. I heard it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, guy. Is your car okay? <laughs> um, it's still going. Yeah. How bad was the hit? Uh, bad enough for you to hear it. Yeah. It's it. It's not yeah. like you crashed the car. Nope. <laughs> yeah, Didn't crash the car. I went right over the center of him. I hope this Corolla has a skid plate. I guess yeah. we'll I guess we'll uh, find out if it starts smoking or something. Yeah, you're not overheating or anything yet, are you? All right, well, I'm about into this thing for an hour, and I'm running out of memory card anyway. So, Derek, you should probably go check your car. I, Derek, I'm here. Alive? I'm losing service a little bit. Oh, man, Derek's losing oh, service. Oh, it's back well, now. I want to talk about one more thing before I go. So, all right. I got to, well, two things. One thing is we had a lot of GLTC cars that in. No, no, Derek wants to talk yes. about more stuff. Go ahead, <laughs> Derek. Uh, so we had a lot. He's like this on every podcast, you know. Oh wait, just just two or three <laughs> just more. 20, just twenty-five more minutes. Well, I've only got twenty-seven more minutes. I won't. I won't go twenty-five more minutes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just. Uh, let's I wanna, shut up. I want to talk about. <laughs> I. Someone brought a V8 FD RX7 to this NCM yeah. event, and it's supposed to going to be a GLTC car. I don't believe it. Yeah, I mean, I looked at it. So it's got a cage in it. It's. It's not like, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's like uh, super crazy prep. It, you know, it was like an unpainted cage. It looked like a rough, like you just finished it. But they have right. like an iron block 5.3 in it. So it's kind of rad. Should, should be should be rowdy. But uh, I got to, so I got to drive my first Porsche this weekend. Okay. And I also got to ride in a GT4 Club Sport 718. Like the IMSA. That thing looked really pretty. The IMSA yeah. GT4 car. Uh, yeah, it looked rad. And then I got to drive Rob Mancherry's. He, like, after copious amounts of begging, he let me take it out for a session. Uh, and I'm ruined, and I now have to figure out how to I can afford a Porsche. Because it, uh, it was amazing. What, what car of Rob's did you drive? He has a yellow GT4, Porsche GT4 oh. Cayman. Okay, that was his? Okay. Yeah, and it has uh, BBSs, uh, some dis different springs, and a header. Um, but besides that, mm -hmm. I think it's stock. But, man, that was such a great car. It's like Porsche just does – like there's nothing that you can 
look at in the car and, and like I would put that knob in a different place or I would put or I would wish it did this different. You know, everything just works perfectly. Yeah. No, and I I haven't driven a uh, I haven't driven a Porsche on track, and I'm like totally fine with that because I know that it would ruin me. Yeah, it definitely did. It definitely ruined. I don't want to be ruined. I I don't. I can't. I can't do it. No, I I I I'm that way too. Uh, Peter Saint Pierre came over to my house with his uh, Civic Type R a couple weeks ago, and he's like, "Hey, take it out for a spin." I'm like, "No." Yeah. No, I'd love to, but I can't. I just can't. Then you'll go buy one. I'm pretty sure I'd go out and, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd go out and buy one. Well, the difference between me and you, Mike, is I don't have the means to go buy a GT4, so I was in no danger. Yeah, Mike, you could totally afford a Civic Type R. I feel bad for the, (laughs) I feel bad for the banker that would give me a longer GT4. (laughs) Yeah, Derek could be hiding that thing somewhere. Speaking of of, of the GLTC FD V8 uh, car, you know, it, you know, I hear builds like that, and it, you know, and my first reaction is, oh man, that thing's gonna like kill everybody. But you know, if we do the rules right, then like there shouldn't be like any car that your combination that is just. Gonna I mean, power to weight so like, is, I think it's, is sort of an effective yeah. balance point. I mean, and I was and I think we've got our modifiers. I was just saying okay it because it's cool. I don't think it's gonna be no killer no, or cool. anything like that. I think it's just awesome. It was awesome to yeah. see. Like, I love all this variety. Like, this is what we wanted from the rule set. Um, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, and, 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 and that's why, like, when I think of the rule set, I think of, like, you know, for anything like aero and, um, yeah, you know, anything, you know, the shape of the power, ba- any, any of the stuff, it's like if we do the rules so that people debate which is the best way to do it, then, like, yeah. then it's yeah. a good rule set, right? And, 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 and the fact that people are stoked enough to build weird stupid cool cars like a v8 fd rx7 is just freaking for like a low horsepower i mean uh, a low wheel horsepower to weight ratio class not a high one (laughs) i mean our 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 buddies at the winter formula are basically convincing everyone in kentucky that drives on racetracks to build gltc cars i mean they uh, yeah and they got they they uh they're gonna be at least uh, like ten cars deep next year of people that they've, yeah they've got a lot of sway in the Midwest like track community too so I'm glad that they're friends with us yeah I know right <laughs> yeah. how, the other so, t- so how big do you think some of the fields are gonna be next year I mean just what's Adam what's what's I, okay, I think biggest GLTC field in any event next year Adam, i think the biggest cars? is probably going to be midwest festival and i think it's going to be capped at uh, uh 55 or 60 cars because 25 cars a mile at that place is busy um uh, but i don't know like road america might be gigantic next year we got a really we're keeping the weekend and it's a really good weekend um that's what i'm thinking it's like road america it'll be towards yeah. the end of the year you know if if people keep getting hyped about it and you can put a lot, lot of cars on track i was thinking at least 60. yeah i think we'll have a few 60 car fields next year um definitely uh, i would love to see like i think i think if we get 30 cars at pike's peak i mean i think that's going to be the most crazy race i think that'll be the wildest place to race yeah um, that's that event is the is the hardest to sell to the GLDC competitors to come out to just because they watch the video of the track and it looks boring, but it ha, doesn't ha, do it justice ha, ha, to driving dude, it. Uh, you the know, vibe so. of that event, like the Gears and Gasoline guys just put out the new video with it. Um, yeah. And it really cap- captured the vibe They well. did a great and job like, with that video. There's something that that, that event is, uh, it's going to be a bit of a sleeper, but man, when everybody's, I think it's I think it's gonna be the best event next year. Yeah, personally. me too. I think it's gonna be amazing. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be really awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, the there is a new there's a new thing that I want to do to my car in the next not not next year but the year after, um, and we might need to allow sequential transmissions uh, as long as they're motorcycle powered. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you do that, I, then we have to allow all sequential transmissions. <laughs> no, no, no. We can do well, whatever we want. Know, we we get to make the rules. Remember? But that's stupid. If it, I'm just no, saying, it's not, man. I want to put a I want to put a 1.4 liter bike motor in my car. As long as I can put a Quaif in my car, I'm down. No, no. Those are different things, man. Why those are, are they Why things. are they different? 
Because I don't have an option when I put a bike motor in my car. I have to use the trans because it's the same case. All right. Well, we'll just have to have the appropriate modifier, right? I mean, you know, I, I, you know, my viewpoint is as long as the modifier makes it so that it's not an obvious slam dunk and everyone's arguing about if it's good yeah. or bad, then... I think I think the the arguing point, like if I ever actually did it, the arguing point with a bike swap is like, well, you you can buy like a crazy quaff and all that stuff for a lot of cars, but like those cost four times more than the everything to put the bike motor in. Um, that would really be like a cost per value thing. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. You know. I I think it's hard to try to make rules around what stuff costs and. No, you know. but you know what I mean. That that is like a big, uh, like you can spend six to thirty thousand dollars on like a off the shelf sequential trans, and like that's not the the class that we want. Um, they're they're not they're not well, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, they can be, man. No, they're not for two hundred horsepower <laughs> cars. Are like, for Hollingers are like twenty nine thousand dollars. Yeah, well, you don't need a Hollinger. Quay Quay for. Were they seven or eight? Yeah. Still a lot of money, though. The thing is, you know, the way I look at it, you know, even if there's a $200,000 transmission, if someone wants to spend that money on it, and as long as it doesn't give them an advantage over everybody else, fine. Go spend your Yeah, if we make the rules right. Yeah, I mean, just, just, think, think just, about it. just yeah, think about well, STU. I, think about I mean, it. they allow them in STU, and... And most people don't have Most them. people don't have them, you know? And that's just... And those super touring guys are they'll spend the money so some of the yeah some of those cars have you know a hundred thousand bucks wrapped up in the drivetrain already you know? yeah so but anyway well i'm running out of memory card already so, yeah uh good job dudes that was a pretty fast hour and six minutes yep all right everybody hit stop uh first uh i would love people to rate and review the podcast and uh, yeah, we'll be at uh, I'll be at SEMA in a couple of days. Uh, I don't know when this will come out. This might be Wednesday's podcast. It might be next Wednesday's podcast. I don't know. So, uh, I'll be at SEMA. We'll host Grid Life Game Night uh, Thursday night at the Luxor. Uh, there are 30 passes available still right now, so they will all be gone by the time you hear this. So, that place is going to be a packed house. So, um, thanks for coming on the show, dudes. Yeah, always a fun chat. Right. Yep. All right. Latest slip angle. Drive safe, Derek. Uh, go check your car. Is it is it leaking or did the, the raccoon not hurt anything? Oh, Derek's gone. <laughs> See, ya. See ya. Slip angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at Grid Life to say hello. Thank you.